the one thing you need to avoid failure in this life, seven ways to get people to care about you, and seven ways to stay positive. It's all right here in the Rhyme and Reason podcast, episode 153. Hey there, Tony here. Welcome to the Rhyme and Reason podcast, and this is episode 153. I'm glad to be back with you, and uh, I'm glad you're there. And I got a question for you. Like I said at the beginning of the program, the podcast, uh, what is the one thing you need to avoid failure in this life? Is there is there one thing, or are there many things? Well, I'm, I'm going to focus on one thing, because I want to know if you're one of those people looking for the one thing. The one thing to get your business up and successful, or the one thing to make everything right again. And are you looking for that one special thing to take you from despair to delight? If so, do you have any idea what that one thing is? Is it uh, love? Money? More time? Creativity? All of the above? None of the above? Well, if your answer was none of the above... I want you to give yourself a gold star and go to the head of the class because all of those things are essential for some part of life, but you can have all of those things and still fail for lack of one thing, which is actually a person. And that person is Jesus. If you want to convey or deliver an awesome message or if you want an infinite source of wisdom, if you want to nurture and expand your creativity, your best resource, the one thing, is actually a person your creator. And even if you're, let's say, the most loving, creative, outside-the-box thinker and strategist, even if you know how to build a huge following, and even if you have tons of money, power, and influence, if you don't have Jesus in the mix, game over. The one thing for ultimate success doesn't exist. The one thing. With all the hype on the internet and all the get-rich plans and schemes, you know, that are available in the world, you'd think just about everybody be a millionaire by now, wouldn't you? I mean, you probably already know why those plans don't pan out, right? Because we don't trust the sources, and that's just good judgment. But you can't exercise good judgment without the help of the judge of all creation. You might think you can, but you can't. So how do you trust Jesus in this world of hype and flash? Well, the Bible, maybe you've heard of it, It's the only book written by Jesus. You're going to hear a lot of people say, it's just written by men. Yeah, they actually did the handwriting, but it was inspired by him. And it's the only infallible source of truth because it comes from the infallible creator of the universe. It's the one thing you can test and never find lacking. In it, in the Bible, You'll discover how much God cares about your health and your well-being and success. And Well, I just challenge you to read it. Make it the one thing you vow to do before you give up on love uh, love or, or life. I promise you won't be disappointed. Go ahead, test the Bible. Compare it to all other books of antiquity or any books that you find in the self-help section of Barnes & Noble or Amazon.com. But do your best to try to prove it wrong. Try to prove the Bible wrong. Give it your all. I'm confident when you do, 
You'll be changed forever for the good. Start today. Don't put it off. I mean, what do you, what do you got to lose? I mean, besides eternal happiness, if that's important to you. And I'm going to dro- jump right from there, that one thing, to seven ways you can get um, people to care about you and your work. Now, I'll say right offhand, there are more than seven ways to get people to care. I'm just giving you seven because it's a number that's been proven to stick in your brain more easily. And um, I would say these are in no particular order. They're equally important. But here's number one. When you talk to anyone about your business or what you're doing, be sure to mention their business or what they're doing or them two to ten times as often as you do your own. Number two. If someone asks about your business or what you do, get the focus back on their business or what they do as quickly as possible. Okay? Three, try to be the first to ask for a business card or contact info. That shows that you're really interested. Four, always be more conversational than informational. It's good to be both, but be more conversational than informational. Don't just be spouting off facts and figures. Talk to the person. Number five, be truthful and factual about what you can do and what you can't do. Don't be building yourself up with a bunch of skyrocketing hype, okay? Number six, keep humor in its place and keep a good sense of humor. It's good to have humor. It is. People need to laugh. It's healthy for you. Number seven, Listen to others with your ears on their words, your heart on their concerns, and your brain on solutions. That's really listening. Okay, I think I, I think I lied a little bit. That last one actually is the most important one, listening. Um, I wrote another article all about that on TonyFunderburk.com. I, uh, I call it pinpoint listening. So um, I, I don't want you to confuse listening with simply hearing Listening is quickly, I think, becoming a lost art. But I suggest you keep it in your repertoire. I mean, it can make the difference in so many circumstances. Listening can. Because you're going to hear what other people's problems are or what their needs are. And you can help them with that. And when you can help people with their problems or their needs, you become their go-to person for a number of reasons. So... Okay, there you have it, the short list, seven easy things to remember to uh, get, keep people to care more about you and your work so, um, and what you do. So which one of these seven ways uh, to get people to care about you are you going to start with? One, two, six, five, four, seven? The important thing is to start with one and build from there. And uh, a lot of experts say that if you do something for a month say 29 to 30 days, it becomes a habit. And doing these things is a good habit. They're good habits to have. And I'm going to give you another seven list, okay? Seven ways to stay positive. Because after all, consider the alternative, right? If you're not positive, you're negative, right? Who wants to be that? This mean old world can take the wind out of your sails quicker than you can say, can't touch this. And you might find some days are almost impossible to stay positive. But that's when you need to more than ever. 
So like I said, I got seven helpful hints on how, how you can do it in spite of what's going on all around you. Okay, number one, I think this is pretty easy for most people. Show your teeth. <laughs> what do I mean? I just mean that you need to smile. I remember when I was a young kid, my dad was an avid runner. I wanted to go with him, but it was difficult to keep up. He was quite a bit bigger than me at that point. And he told me uh, to smile as I was running with him. I'd be running along beside him and struggling and, and uh, you know, flailing my fists and everything. And uh, he said it would keep my attitude more positive if I, if I just smiled. Well, I didn't believe him, and it felt goofy, but I did it because, you know, hey, Dad told me to do it, so I did it. And you know what? It worked. I smiled, and the rest of the run didn't feel that way. It didn't feel, I mean, it didn't feel so bad. Okay, so smile. It'll help you stay positive. Number two, focus on what you do, not what you don't. When things don't go so well, and, and, and <laughs> that happens a lot on any given day, right? It's easy to start focusing on what you did wrong. That's okay to a point, but only as long as you learn from your mistakes. Sometimes it's not a mistake. Sometimes it's just a difference in perspective. Now keep in mind, you're a professional. You've worked hard to learn what you know, and just because someone doesn't agree, that doesn't make any difference, okay? So focus on what you do and not what you don't. Number three, speak up. All right? Not speak up. Speak up. The words that come out of your mouth aren't just heard by others. You hear them too. So make sure that your words are uplifting whenever possible. Lift yourself up so you can help lift others. Number four. Let's see. Yeah, that was number three. So number four, eat better. Okay? That helps you stay positive. It really does. So just like the words coming out of your mouth can affect you, the food going in can too. And if you're filling your tank, your belly, on sugars and caffeine to keep going, before you know it, you'll have a larger tank. And it's even more difficult to stay positive when that happens. Okay? So eat better. Number five, filter the news. While it's good to stay informed, it's not beneficial to hear each and every day about the countless crimes and misdemeanors. In fact, you don't have to hear about them to know they happen. So... Get a dose of information from your various sources and then read a good book or work on your next project. Number six, move it. Okay, I know you hear this everywhere you look or listen, but it really does help your positive outlook. Get away from your desk or TV or whatever it is you sit in front of too much. And for me, that's the computer. I could work and work and work and and uh, I have to tell this to myself too, but I've been doing this. Uh, I've been taking walks around the neighborhood. If you do that, you're getting oxygen into your blood, and oxygenated blood goes to your brain. And you know what your brain does, right? <laughs> yeah, makes everything tick and click. Okay, so eat, uh, eat better was number, let's see, no, eat better was number four. Filter the news, five, six, move it. All right, now we're up to seven. Seven, I think this one's the most important. Love. You really never have to look far to find someone to love. It's true. I don't mean the kind of love you find on the cover of newsstand magazines. I mean the giving kind of love. If you don't have a wife or a husband or potential for that, you can still love your fellow human being. Love them enough to say an encouraging word, at least now and then, 
And when you do that, you'll be working on suggestions three and seven at the same time. And when you combine suggestions that I've given you, you might just stay positive. Can you imagine how your days might go then? <laughs> and when you stay positive, there are so many things you can do. You can take a stand and you can, and you can uh, do powerful things like this little group of people did in uh, a church here in, in Colorado, in Denver, as a matter of fact. And I wrote them a song because I was so impressed by all the things they did. The song's called The, the Little Church That Could, and I'm going to end up this podcast with The Little Church That Could, a song that I wrote for The Little Church That Could in Denver, Colorado. So if you're listening out there, you guys, at Denver Bible Church, thank you so much for all the things you do. And um, thank the rest of you for listening to the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Until next time, this is Tony saying, may God bless you and keep you. Everybody said it really couldn't be done. Talk about the Father and the Spirit and the Son In any public places where unbelievers go Cause they don't want to listen and they don't want to know But one little group decided that was wrong And they began to move and sing a different song For absolute truth and even personhood I'm talking about the little church that could Oh, tiny little boys in the middle of the way called a cause, they might be called a pest. They wouldn't let a basket cover up their light. They urged the fallen world to flee the empty night. Looking to the Lord for the confidence to cope. Keeping their momentum with a message of hope. A little band of ne'er-do-wells accomplishing good. I'm talking about the little church that could. Little church of cool.